Hello and welcome to another edition of the Change Officer at the STEP Conference 2023. Uh, I am uh, talking uh, with Ali from the TAP, who is the super sponsor of, super partner of the STEP Conference. Ali, hello and welcome to the Change Officer podcast. Thank you, thank you so much. We had a really uh, amazing discussion before the cameras turned on me. <laughs> But uh, what I wanted to uh, uh, ask you first is uh, to ask you, how is STEP Conference for you today? And, and yesterday. I, I always enjoy uh, visiting, being part of, uh, partnering with STEP Conference. Uh, I remember it from its, our early days in TAP. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember visiting it even uh, when we were just uh, a startup visiting, uh, having a small booth. Oh. And then now we're uh, happy to be a super partner supporting other startups. So, so, so it's it's kind of a, a, a check a checkpoint for you. You know, uh, every step is to checkpoint. Started from a small uh, booth, like uh, many startups around true, us. True, true. And now you are. What you do at the step conference this this year? So, uh, as a being so a super partner, being yeah. a super partner, of course, we're supporting fintechs. Uh -huh. uh, we're supporting startups and SMEs. We like to because. Uh, what's our business? We simplify payment acceptance for businesses that are out of the region. And what does STEP do? STEP Conference uh, brings all those startups and SMEs here. <laughs> yes. And it, it kind of fits very well to both our missions and we complement each other. So being here, we support the presence of uh, startups. Mm -hmm. uh, we try to be closer, listening to what's happening to startups and SMEs, being there. Uh, to be understanding what is what is new, what's happening, how we can bring value added, and uh, it kind of serves uh, in educating us and uh, giving us awareness of the latest trends that are being brought all together here in the conference. And what are the latest trends in fintech, except being able to pay everywhere in the Middle East with one solution that is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there is a lot happening today. Uh, with fintech in general it's because there's a lot of verticals in it mm -hmm. there is paytech mm -hmm. and there is rectech mm -hmm. there is uh, crypto mm -hmm. uh, there is blockchain yeah uh, there is many others bnpls and all the others i think it's a very exciting time that we're in it's been that way for the past let's say more, more recent years mm -hmm. uh, it is uh, still a period where we're learning Mm -hmm. the behavior that is taking place uh, it's changing uh, a lot of players play a role into it consumers are a big driver of behavior uh, regulators are a big driver of behavior the industry itself is a big driver of behavior i would say what is interesting what i've been noticing here in the region is that it is not it is it it is in its uh, direction of unifying or evolving into a standardization. If you see a behavior in the UAE, it doesn't mean it's the same thing in Egypt, not the same thing in Saudi Arabia. So what I'm excited to see, how is this emerging all coming together? No, this is, and I'm sure uh, then then those uh, startups can become scale-ups to the to scale to the global market also. Exactly. Uh, but uh, let's go back a little bit to the tap uh, and uh, a very exciting story. Uh, maybe when you come and visit us in our studio and have a full-blown podcast, then we will have a full storyline about tap sure. uh, because it's really interesting. But uh, in general, uh, as you said, uh, people from UAE do not understand uh, what's going on in a fintech uh, sp specific fintech. 
uh, uh, ecosystem in uh, Egypt or Kuwait or uh, Bahrain or, or whatnot. Uh, but uh, TAP uh, is on a mission to uh, simplify the payments or make it uh, intuitive and, and easy yes. to use in, in the region. How? So, um, what is the I'll problem the statement? Yeah, yeah. I'll talk about the? the simple basic thing. Okay. If you're a business in the UAE, we are. And let's take Potster as an example. Example. Okay. And basically, you want to serve your customers. You're aware of the behavior in the UAE because you live in the UAE. Exactly. Now, because the behavior is different from one country to another, you're not aware as an entrepreneur, uh, basically, that what's the behavior in Saudi or in Egypt or in any other country in the region. The first thing we start with is we try to understand where are you trying to capture or serve your customers. If you're trying to do it in a market like Egypt, then you need to have payment behavior supported and promoted in Egypt, which you're not aware about here in the UAE, such as Misa and Fauri, for example. Misa and Fauri is what? Yes. Is what, what is that? <laughs> exactly, so, exactly. <laughs> so, so Misa, for example, in Egypt is the, is the visa or the MasterCard of Egypt. Ah, uh -huh. okay. 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 It's a card payment okay. that is within Egypt. It's mm -hmm. similar, you would see it in Saudi Arabia, called Meda. Meda. And it's available in every GCC country, not in the UAE yet. Yeah, and yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. Yeah, but, but, but the question is, uh, uh, what percentage of the sales processes are happening with those local cards? It seems like, okay, you have Visa and Master coming in from Europe and living in UAE. For me, it's Visa and Master. True. Yeah, and the bank just gives me and I work all around the world. But True. But, be, but the be actual behavior is... 80 to 90 percent of the behavior in those countries are on the local networks. 80 to 90 percent. 8090. Yes. So they don't use. Uh, uh, they don't use much Visa or Mastercard. I'll give you an example. Okay. So if you go to Saudi Arabia. Okay. Visa, which, we, which we want to do with our studio. Yes. With Potster, we want to go to yes. Saudi Arabia. So Visa Mastercard is available, mm -hmm. and it's the um, common network for credit cards. Okay. Okay. But if you go to debit cards, it is Meta. Mm. And because the market is very much debit card payment oriented, Meta represents more than 90%. 90% of, of, yes. of debit card uh, Of any payment, any payment any in the payment. country. More than 90% is going through Meta. So we cannot offer our solution, which we have now, which uh, goes with uh, Visa and MasterCard. We have to have some localized solution. You would you would have an opportunity with Visa MasterCard, but let me speak in this way. Why, why lose 90% of potential Why lose customers? 90 Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking as an entrepreneur. You know, yes. Like, uh, so yeah. the, what's going to happen with 90? Uh, first of all, some of them, they don't know that they can pay with Visa. Mm-hmm. So because they're not familiar, they think it's yeah. a credit card. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. That's one behavior, uh -huh. okay, okay. which is it's different in every country. Exactly. That's one. Two, some of the cards that have Meda also have Visa. It's, it's okay. co-branded. Yeah. But the rates of acceptance, it's not always as uh, successful. Mm -hmm. So to reach the full potential of your clients, you need to have the local payment acceptance. Of course. So the problem that businesses don't realize, we're in a region that has so much potential. 
But because of all the different types of behaviors, we are not reaching the real potential for all of our businesses because the businesses are not able to serve the real clients of the region. That's what's happening. That, that's exactly. And, and how did you come up to this idea? Where, where it originated? From Kuwait? So, or, yeah. being, uh, being Kuwaiti, I'm, okay. I'm, uh, be, being in Kuwait, the local debit network is KNET. Okay. And Kenneth represents more than 90%. Again, 90%. Yes. So I grew up seeing this challenge. Mm -hmm. And the challenge was in Kuwait, you need to integrate separately for Kenneth and integrate separately with Visa and MasterCard and separately with American Express. What did we want to do? We wanted to bring it all together into a single setup and reduce the complexities on the business. If you're a startup or a business, and it takes you so much time to integrate, your liquidity is very important. Yeah. If a month or two it takes you to set up this, you might close down your business. So why go through this big hassle? What our aim is, is to make it enabled within a few days, basically. And that's what we did. At the time in Kuwait, when we started, it was actually taking months, mm -hmm. and we brought it down to two days, basically. Oh. So if we want to set up a studio in Riyadh, which we want, yes. in order to be able to get the 90% of the market uh, and, and reach them, we should partner with TAP. We'll be more than happy to help. Okay, so th that's the message for the, uh, for the businesses around. And uh, what are the challenges that uh, uh, you, you definitely took some changes uh, during your uh, career in TAP and, and, and uh, when you founded the TAP and so on. But what are the challenges of today's startups in a fintech world? Because obviously in the region, the most of the investments and the startup uh, portfolio is within the fintech. True. And, uh, and uh, what are the challenges that they are meeting today, which maybe didn't exist uh, before? Well, for the challenges at the time, I think there was no ecosystem. Now there is an ecosystem. <laughs> we can talk about the ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's happening today, the challenges, is if you are focusing only on technology, that means you need to find the right financial partners that would enable your fintech technology, okay. which is very hard. Because mm. there aren't a lot of financial partners in the region that would provide all the needs to bring out the possibilities of the new technologies that are coming out. That's one. That kind of encouraged us from day one to become a financial institution ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we are a regulated entity oh. in multiple countries. Mm -hmm. And we have non-objections from multiple regulators whenever regulation is not yet developed. Mm -hmm. So what is happening today, that regulations are evolving. They're either uh, formed or developing. And we are very much close to regulators that we want to be very proactive in seeing how we would evolve those regulations and being part of them and fulfilling the needs in order to practice uh, the innovation that we're trying to do with technology. This is one of the challenges that every fintech is going through. If you are going to be regulated, it means that the market is in its uh, phases of evolving its regulation that's number one plus it's different from one country to another yes, specific so it's not unified so one of the topics that we talk about here in the gcc mm -hmm. is how can the gcc for example end up having a passporting regulation like the eu for example mm -hmm. so if you're in the eu and you get regulated 
for example, in a country like Germany, yeah. okay, you can actually process payments in France because you're part of the EU. But if you're in the GCC and you're regulated, for example, in the UAE, yeah. you cannot process payments in any other country in the GCC. Ah. So what we're looking at is how, when it will take, it will take years, still we're far from it, when are we going to reach to the stage where when a company is regulated in a country in the region can passport its regulation to another country? Uh, we are looking into such things, trying to be uh, proactive with such. We can't do much other than sharing our experiences because this is the biggest challenge of any fintech startup in the region. You can do amazing work in the UAE, yeah, yeah. but are you going to be able to replicate it in Egypt or are, in Saudi? Are you relevant? Uh, that's, uh, the... that's another thing. Yeah. Are you relevant with your product offering? Yeah. Because uh, the product offering gets affected with the regulation also. Let's talk another, an example. Uh, aside from what is happening with crypto in the market, we see markets such as the UAE is very proactive with crypto. Yes. But we see other markets being extremely conservative and it's well understood why every country has its own approach. Yeah, obviously. There is no right or wrong. It's e just even that in the whole world is like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need to be aware as a fintech how to be operating in a region where it is not yet standardized. And that's the biggest challenge I would say for any fintech. Do you see, uh, as you mentioned, blockchain? I wanted to ask you, but I wasn't sure if it is relevant. But as you mentioned, is it? Do you see a, a blockchain platform or a, a, a being the unifier of the this a passport to to, to the to the unification? Uh, well, there are many use cases for blockchain. Mm -hmm. I would say, and blockchain is a great technology. It's being even uh, evaluated by multiple regulators. Yeah. Uh, that's when I say blockchain, I don't mean crypto. Oh, of course, of course, yes. no, no, no. Uh, so it is possible, but is it the solution? I think the decision is with the regulators. It's not something that I can contribute with. Uh, but any form of ledger that shares information in a in a in a Open formalized way, in know, an automated yeah, way, yeah. I think uh, it is all about data management. From that perspective, uh, it gives the trust and the credibility, so it can play a role. Uh, it depends on the adopters of it, I would say. So, so this is a step being being step closer to the open banking uh, uh, system and uh, platform. Well, uh, I w that's the thing. A lot uh, mention open banking and yeah. blockchain. I see them completely different than each other. No, no, definitely. Yes, they, they are. They are, but. But they are, they are doing the same thing, basically, exactly. on the same mission. You and know. the open banking is also going through its own path it, also. It, it doesn't depend on blockchain, no. but combining those two would be very powerful. It would be yeah. very powerful, exactly. But you need to evolve blockchain yeah. adoption and you need to evolve op open banking adoption. Now, open banking adoption is also needs time until it's fully adopted in across every country anywhere anywhere, <laughs> anywhere for sure yeah like uh, i i remember the first uh, country mm -hmm. that actually uh, made it uh, required by by all banks mm -hmm. to have open banking was bahrain and that oh. was a few years ago and do all banks today do you see the behavior of it running yeah. it's still in its early stages saudi this year, beginning of the year, they formalized it. Now all the regulate, all the banks, they need to follow to be supporting oh, open banking. So it is happening. It is so, happening. Uh, 
every country is doing it in a different way. You see a country being pushed from the regulator, and you see other countries where it is, let's say, evolving from the initiatives of banks. No, no, that's 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 really amazing. I didn't know that it, it, it is at that stage, but it is interesting for TAP. You, as you said, let's take a step conference as a checkpoint. You know, you started as one of the booths at start. It's a step conference, you know, and now you're working with governments, maybe even sparking them, inspiring them to go uh, for uh, the, the unified future of the uh, uh, fintech uh, industry and so on. And uh, talking about the future, uh, you, you mentioned that uh, TAP is uh, active in the region and so on. What is the situation in the world? Not only yeah. for TAP, but for, for these local payment uh, solutions and everything. So uh, we, have, we do have presence uh, outside the region. Uh, we do it uh, in a way to connect the region to the world. Aha. So we work with global companies mm -hmm. that are in Asia mm -hmm. and Europe and Western markets mm -hmm. that are looking to serve their customers in the region, in the MENA region. Okay. So if they want to have their customers paying with the behavior of the, of the local payments in the region, we enable them and allow them to get their payments globally accepted. Okay, that's, that, that's, that's the thing. And I'm sure uh, uh, the visionary you are and uh, what you envision for the, for the region is something that the government uh, hopefully will follow, inshallah, will follow uh, uh, in the years to come. Well, our, our mission, I believe, is, is the region's mission. We are exactly. following the region's mission. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. About unification and, exactly. and, and uh, simplification of the processes exactly. and making it more relevant to the global market and yes. so on. And uh, do you, in your vision, is there any, uh, uh, at least a glimpse into the uh, Far East market or uh, Americas, Africas, and so on? Yeah. So, uh, I'm sure that they have their own specifics uh, of the market. True. Uh, at the stage, we are uh, basically enabling uh, clients in the Far East, in Asia yeah. or in Europe, accepting payments from the region. Mm -hmm. We are also now looking into payments that are from those other regions to help companies and startups from the Middle East mm -hmm. to accept payments internationally. So we want to help businesses that mm -hmm. are coming and growing from the Middle East to accept payments globally. Anywhere, yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. Because as they grow, they go to uh, US, they go to Europe, they go to South America, they go to the Far East, they go to Africa, they need to be supported. Uh, they And if they're already connected with us, the least we would do is we need to go and explore and make it happen for the companies that have been growing out of the region, basically. That is an amazing vision to have. Uh, Ali, thank you very much for your time being in the Change Officer podcast. I think we spoke with so many changes, but I think that there is so many things to uh, tell about TAP and about the fintech in the region. And we are, we have a branch of our podcast which is f solely focused on the fintech uh, in, the, in the region. So I'm sure amazing. that we'll be seeing more of you in our podcast. Thank you very much Looking for your forward. time. Thank you very much. Ali, thank you very much. And uh, thank you very much for following us. This is, as you see, we have amazing guests here at the step conference 2023 uh, amazing things are happening and uh, if you want to follow us you know what to do share like and subscribe the change officer podcast one of the busiest business podcasts in the region